This is our third session now on Ephesians 2, 11 to 13. And I want to understand the logic of how Paul connects this paragraph with what has gone before. So let's read it. Therefore, remember whenever you see a therefore, as people say, you should ask what it's there for. That's so crucial. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcision by what is called circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands, remember, so he repeats this, so first remember, and then he identifies who they are, and then he comes back to it, remember, and then he says five things, that you were at one time separated from Christ, and two, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and three, strangers for the covenants of promise, and four, having no hope in the world, and five, without God in the world, having no hope and without God in the world. But, huge change, now, in Christ, so this now contrasts with at that time, at one time, now, so different from all of this, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, and that's the point of all this, to show how far off They have been far off from God, far off from hope, far off from promises. You who were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, near to God, near to hope, near to promise. Now, if that's the thrust of the paragraph, therefore remember how far you were and what the blood of Christ has achieved for us for you to bring you near. Therefore, do that. What's that following from? Here's what goes before. What I want to do is get the logic of this passage and show how this very next unit works to fit in with the flow of what we've been seeing. God made us alive with Christ. We're starting at verse 5 of chapter 2. God made us alive together with Christ, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So there's a declaration of how grace has made us alive. And comes the connector, the goal, the aim, the purpose of making us alive and raising us up is so that in the coming ages, we might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. That's the goal of what he had just said. So that. And then, for or because. Because. He wants to, he's going to show you immeasurable riches of grace in kindness because by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. So that's the ground of the enjoyment of the riches of grace forever in kindness from God to us. And then comes another so that. So here's the first so that, second so that. So that no one may boast. Then 
another ground because so this so that this this ground here and this ground here put this on the same level with this for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them so two purposes two grounds this purpose is the positive goal of this salvation and this salvation and this salvation positive spend eternity enjoying the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us and this is the negative purpose namely so that no one may boast you could say this is this is joy in grace and this is humility no boasting so god has saved us in a way so as to get rid of all boasting and to fill us with eternal joy now let me draw it like this and then show how it's connected to chapter 10 but let me just pause father I want to pray before we finish this and say, as we make these links and draw them, would you cause people to feel the wonder of how the Apostle Paul argued for the greatest, most glorious things in the world? Build the structure of Paul's mind, your mind, into our minds, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we could draw it like this. Here's the level of verses 5 and 6, this level right here. And we could call it um, made alive by grace. And then it supports, it goes up a logical level to verse 7. And what we could call that is eternal joy in grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. And then he comes back down to argue for it again. So I'm going to draw it back down to this same level here. And we'll put verse 8 through 9a. You can see 9a is the unit that supports that eternal joy with this word for. We're going to enjoy immeasurable riches of grace forever in kindness because by grace you've been saved. And then another purpose, and so it goes back up a level. I'm going to put this second purpose, this one and this one, on the same level because I think they are a plus and a minus of the same point, namely no self boasting humility so all boasting goes out of us all boasting shifts over onto immeasurable grace joy that we found in self-exaltation shifts over to joy in god's showing off you could say he, the immeasurable riches of his grace and then he argues once more because 
So we're going to get rid of all boasting because we're his workmanship. We're created in Christ for good works, and God even prepared those beforehand. This is not us. So he supports, I'm going to put it on the same level here. This is verse 10. Oh, I didn't put the verse number up there, did I? So this is 9b, no boasting. And this is 10, and we'll call it God made us his workmanship. So God made us alive back here while we were dead. And here, I didn't put this, saved by grace. We're saved by grace, and here we're made new by grace. And this entire level here, 5 and 6, 8 and 9a, and 10, is all designed to support these two so-that's. So that, joy forever under grace. So that, no boasting. And then comes verse 11. Therefore, therefore, remember how far you were. So how will we draw that? I'm going to draw it like this. Therefore, and say so that, but therefore, but I'm not going to take it all the way up to this level because I think remember how far you were, how far from God and hope you were. Verse 11. Remember that memory there is a means to getting rid of boasting and a means to eternal joy. And I could finish it by saying something like that and say that the level of joy and the level of no boasting is supported by remember how far from God you were. So you could sum it all up like this. God made us alive when we were dead. God saved us by grace as a free gift. Even our faith is a gift. God is the one who's making us a new workmanship and preparing good works for us. All of that is by grace, and God did it. Therefore, remember how far off you were when God did all that for you, so that, and that's what I would put here, so that your joy would be intensified and your boasting would be eliminated. That's the point of the therefore in verse 11.